2: a choice. This is battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius.
0: Three weeks ago, I told you it was the biggest story on Earth. The U.S. media may have all but blacked it out, but the president of the European Union noticed and confirmed my instincts. Three weeks ago, Bill Gates announced on his Twitter. The creation and release of a digital ID system for the world. He was giving away this new form of slavery for free. The Gates Foundation had funded it and created it. It was interoperable. So any government anywhere could simply download it and be in business in a couple of days. Forcing their citizens to get biometric digital ID, in order to do and access the things they didn't used to need ID for. Well, sure enough, I wasn't wrong. Ursula von der Leyen, the head of the European Union, announced that she wants everybody in the EU to have to have a digital ID. Oh, and she wants it tied to central bank digital currency, then your medical records, your fingerprints, everything about you. It was a bombshell announcement carried throughout Europe. Do you see it here? No, it's only the biggest story on earth. That's because they know how Americans would react. They know we'd be on the lookout. So it's not going to come at us that way. What's going to happen here is exactly what's happening in Sweden right now. It's not going to be Joe Biden or some government bureaucrat announcing that you've got to have the digital ID. No, it'll be an email from your bank informing you that to get your money or to continue to have an account you'll need what individual banks in Sweden are calling bank ID. Sweden already has a rudimentary digital ID, but it's not biometric. Bank ID is though, in order to get one of those, you have to take a picture of your face on your smartphone, a photo of your face from either your passport or your driver's license. Upload that so that your face then becomes your digital ID. Then you upload a government ID and the actual digital ID number or scan you got and you're in. You've got a bank ID and you're part of the system. That's what's so brilliant and simultaneously evil about the Bill Gates National Digital ID system. It's not just open source and available to any government on earth that wants it. It's also available to any retailer or financial institution that wants it. You can already see what's going to happen. Just what's going on right now in Sweden. Bankers, credit card companies, any kind of lender, want a mortgage? Well, they deal with billions of dollars in fraud every year. They're going to go right for it. Without government ever lifting a finger. Y'all, they can Trojan horse this all they want. And look, there are great security implications here. There are. And I'm not going to lie to you about that. This will make things more secure it will also make you totally traceable on the internet and completely cancelable. Do you make that anonymous meme, throw it out there? Ain't so anonymous anymore, is it? Nope, it automatically embeds your ID. You know, the one that you need to get on the internet. Yeah, and if they don't like that meme, if it goes viral all of a sudden, you can't use your bank account. See, the system works that way too. Well, not in Sweden yet, or in Europe yet, but it's exactly how it works in China. They even have a name for this digital ID. And in China, the very digital ID that Bill Gates has just created is what's called the key. The key is what unlocks the system. Unless you have a key, a government-issued digital ID, in China's case, you can't get on the internet, have a bank account, or do anything digitally at all. You might as well live in a cave. And this key is also what the Chinese social credit system is built around. So when the head of the EU calls for everyone to have this, no excuses, by the mid-2030s, you know they're going for broke. Nigel Farage, the leader of Brexit, who recently had his bank account canceled because his bank didn't like his politics, warned about where all of this is going. This is him on Laura Ingram last night.
1: Well, it's about control, isn't it? I mean, this is the most glaring example we've ever seen from a prominent world leader. Von der Leyen is the president of the European Commission, 450 million people living within that union. Oh, and by the way, she's unelected. She's appointed. And here she is brazenly saying, we need a digital ID card or app on our phones. Now, bear in mind, France and Germany are trialing this already. The European Union, she wants this to be enforced by the early 2030s and, may I add, backed up by a central bank digital currency, living in a cashless society. And now she wants the whole thing to go global. Can you imagine? On this ID card will be not just your date of birth, your gender, your eye colour, your height. Your approximate weight there will be your vaccine status your financial status and goodness knows what else will be on that card i speak of somebody who's recently been debanked as a result of his political opinions and this is happening in america too as you well know to lots of people if we're not careful we head towards a chinese style social credit system where unless you go along with the views of a day, you become a non-person. I cannot think of a more dangerous initiative than this.
0: But folks, I want you to understand, these are not hard things to stop. There are 26 Republican governors in this country. You get 20 states criminalizing digital IDs, it'll grind the banking system to a halt if they adopt them. And no, it's not wishful thinking that it'll work. We've already seen it work. Remember the podcast I did about credit card companies and they had decided under pressure from Democrats, they were going to start tracking credit card purchases of guns and ammo. It was going to be a virtual gun registry, but then Florida said, oh heck no, and passed CSSB 214, making it a crime. Two other states did the same and three more started moving legislation and the credit card company said, you know what? We give up. It only took half a dozen states to gum up the works. Afraid of central bank digital currency? Florida outlawed that too. If we could get, gosh, Probably even half a dozen states to do the same. I bet we could stop that as well. Yet in my supposedly Republican supermajority state of South Carolina, the bill banning central bank digital currency here, it died in committee. We don't lose because Democrats are evil. We lose because Republicans What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We must make them fight. And doing that at the local and state level is so much easier than doing it in Congress. Want to stop here for a minute and thank our sponsor, PhD Weight Loss. For sponsoring this podcast, yes, but me personally for changing my life. 29 pounds gone. For me, this really is a matter of life and death. We don't live long in my family. I had a cousin die at 53, not long ago, of a stroke. And just this week, I lost my 61-year-old cousin. They're pretty significantly older than me, but that horizon doesn't look good. In my family, there's no room for error with the genes we have. You can't be overweight. My mom was one of a family of six. Every one of them went out in their early to mid-60s, except my uncle, George. He's kind of funny. In his 40s, he had his first stroke, and he had his second stroke. He went around telling family members goodbye. His doctor didn't think he'd make it to 50. But then George started walking and walking and walking, And when I saw him at my mom's funeral in his 70s, he had a flat stomach. He was in good shape. And I thought if I could do that, I could live long enough to see my grandkids. I could be like George. So I started walking a lot. And I didn't gain any more weight, but I couldn't lose that 30 pounds. Then I hoped the walking would be enough till I found PhD. They took it off in six months in a way that I could finish. I kept dropping 10 pounds here, 15 here, and putting it back. This has been the only plan that's gotten the 30 off me in six months, but kept it off for eight, almost nine months now. So if it could do that for me, a person already exercising, what could it do for you? Check out their Facebook page. I love their befores and afters. Then call them and ask them about PhD weight loss at home. You can do it anywhere in all 50 states. Super easy. So check them out, myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com, which actually has me thinking I might make it into my 80s like George, too, the only one in my family. myphdweightloss.com. And now, breaking news. At least as of 1145 when I'm recording this podcast, I'll let Shannon Faulkner tell you.
1: As the news breaks. The big news that Republicans in the House led by the House Speaker are ready to move toward impeachment inquiry. It is a first step and many steps to come, but it has caused the White House now to at least report that the president has an impeachment war room in progress.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you, I can make a T-shirt on this pluses and minuses and have a pretty damn good debate with myself over whether that's a good idea. Here's the cons. Joe Biden is the single weakest candidate the Democrats have. And it gets worse for him every day. Do we really want to help them out by removing him? And then they can whip us like a whipping horse, screaming and yelling about our desperation and how it's so unfair, picking on an old man like that. I can hear it. And then we don't have to focus on Biden's crimes, which has been a litany almost every day something new comes out now. We damage Biden with impeachment. We give them the excuse they're looking for to yank him off the stage. The guy's in the middle of a much bigger scandal than Watergate. They could remove him that way, but not without a lot of damage to the party. If we take him out, they could just beat up on us. It helps them. I don't know if I want to do anything that'll get Joe Biden out of the way. But on the flip side, as James Comer, the Republican, doing a fantastic job of investigating Joe Biden, actually getting the bank records to prove everything on the Hunter Biden laptop, as he explained, these federal agencies are stonewalling their subpoenas. So are some of the banks. An impeachment inquiry would get them back in business, including getting records out of the Department of Justice. It's probably the only real way forward in the investigation. Stonewalling a congressional subpoena is one thing. Stonewalling a congressional subpoena and an impeachment is quite another. But again, why would we want to be effective against Joe Biden? People hate him. Pretty much all of his ratings are upside down. In his weakened state from all the indictments, as bogus as they are, I don't know, besides Joe and Kamala, that there is another Democrat he could defeat. But on the other side of the ledger, there's this huge pot of gold. Because we're beginning to see the outlines of the way, not the Biden administration, but the Obama administration operated. I've been telling you for a long time, Joe was Barack Obama's bagman. Again, the FBI had the laptop in 2019. A full seven months before Joe Biden declared for president. They could have taken him out with no collateral damage. He was so far down in the polls at that point, no one thought he'd ever rise again. They couldn't take him out for one reason. You go down that trail and you're going to end up right in Barack Obama's office. Hunter was the bag man for Joe. But Joe was the bag man for Obama. And we're beginning to get a tantalizing taste of that with each new tranche of emails in which Joe used an alias. Hunter copied on all kinds of official Obama administration business. Even Obama chief of staff Ron Klain was copying Hunter. Not on invites to weekend parties. Official business. Then we find out that Hunter Biden's business partner, indicted by the DOJ, Devin Archer, had been meeting with John Kerry when John Kerry was Barack Obama's secretary of state. And never forget... Hunter Biden was the bagman for Black and Vetch, a company sponsored and funded by the Pentagon to do bioweapons business in Ukraine. Pull the Joe Biden impeachment threat at least enough to investigate. Who knows if they actually impeach him? And there is a shot that I'd put it at 25%. You could pull down the entire Democrat Party leadership with it, including all of those who laundered money through Ukraine. But could you do it? fast enough. As for Kevin McCarthy, who stabbed us all in the back by lifting the debt ceiling when Joe Biden wasn't even asking for that, he's trying to hold on to his speakership. So he's probably cutting a kind of deal. Hey, let's spend like drunken sailors, avoid a government shutdown and not let you have your impeachment investigation. We won't actually go forward with the impeachment though, but it might be enough to take that chance to see if we could bring down the Democrat party through joe biden and hunter biden but if we don't kill the king if we don't bring it down then we're just doing the democrats a favor and getting that old hunk of rubbish joe biden potentially out of the way there's a middle path too suppose we're only moderately successful we don't get barack obama or any of the people in his orbit but we damage joe enough to knock him out that's a win for them we're playing with fire here but it's going to be fascinating to watch Better than any Tom Clancy novel.
2: Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. All Star Closer Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?